0: is a medieval town. You can go inside, enter to a big gate, big door. The first door is the Porta di Bacco. Uh, I don't know if you know who Bacco was. See, Bacchus. Bacco, Yes, Bacchus. my favorite god. Exactly. It's <laughs> my favorite god, too. Welcome to Modo di Bere, the
1: podcast for local drinks and local sayings. I'm your host Rose Thomas Bannister. For today's episode, I interview representatives of the Consorzio of Vino Nobile di Montepulciano DOCG. I love to talk about this region because the wines are fantastic. But also because I've noticed many Americans being confused between Montepulciano the grape, popular particularly in the region of Abruzzo, and the wines of Montepulciano the town in Tuscany, which are based on Sangiovese. I met Andrea and Silvia from the Consorzio at a Vino Nobile tasting in New York City. To be able to interview them was a spontaneous opportunity, and we did not have an ideal location. As a result, there is some background noise. Today, I'm very excited to interview two representatives from the Consorzio of Vino Nobile di Montepulciano. I'm here with Andrea Rossi and Silvia Loriga, Loriga, (laughs) Loriga, Silvia Loriga. Gracias. We just met here in New York at an event uh, tasting for Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, and I'm very excited to speak with you because I think Vino Nobile di Montepulciano is a wonderful wine, and also I think can be a confusing wine mm. uh, for people who, of course, know that Montepulciano is a grape that is grown in many places in Italy, but they may or may not realize that there's also a Sangiovese-based wine grown in the town of Montepulciano. It's uh, one of my favorite areas in Tuscany and something I like to talk about. I'm speaking with Andrea, I'll let you get a little taste of his voice, but Andrea will be translated by his colleague Silvia for this interview. Andrea, tell me a little bit about Montepulciano, why why is it noble? Perché è nobile Montepulciano?
2: È una lunga storia, direi. (laughs) Si parla di di vino a Montepulciano fin dal 1300, il vino che veniva consumato dai papi, dai cardinali, perfino George Washington aveva vino nobile nella sua cantina.
0: There's a very, very long history because we always speak about Nobile and about Vino Nobile in Montepulciano. The first document we found it was dated 1350 and then we have another document of 7050, where we speak about Vino Nobile di Montepulciano. Also, the US president, Thomas Jefferson, uh, spoke in his book about the wines from Montepulciano. And so it's a really long history, it's a really long relationship between Montepulciano and his wine.
1: Fantastic. Andrea, what is different about the Sangiovese from this region in Montepulciano as opposed
0: to from other areas of Tuscany?
2: Il Sangiovese è il vitigno della Toscana evidentemente.
0: So um, Montepulciano and in Tuscany we always produce Sangiovese since the beginning. So it's the most famous um, grape in Tuscany. And for sure, there are so many differences between uh, the different areas. So you can take, as an example, uh, the area of Tanti Classico and the area of Brunello di Montalcino are really different. We always, uh, uh, they always use Sangiovese for their wines, but they are different. But you have to, you, you can find those differences not only in Such big area, but you can find very interesting difference uh, also in a quite little area as Montepulciano. As in fact, if you consider um, the forest area of uh, Montepulciano, forest from the city center called Valiano is one of the twelve pieve. Uh, The wines you have there are completely different uh, than the ones you have in the area maybe close to the city center so the difference between San Sangiovese is possible that they are possible to taste to feel not only in all the Tuscany but also if you can pay attention in a very small area.
1: So I love this answer because the story in Italy is that there's always this incredible diversity really you can just get more and more and more more particular, so I'm not surprised at all that this is the answer. I want to talk with you more about the geological differences, for sure, in the soil and the climate about Montepulciano. But first, I want to ask the flavor in the wine. Let's be more general than is really correct for a moment and say, okay, you have some Sangioveses in a blind tasting. How do you choose the vino nobile? Are there flavors and aromas, structure, that are more associated with the, the Sangiovese, a certain characters.
2: Sangiovese si distingue, per esempio, dal uno degli elementi anche la potenza dei vini che vengono fuori a secondo delle zone.
0: The Sangiovese is something really typical in Tuscany, and it's possible to find a very um, interesting characteristic, but it's not. Uh, uh, Usually it's not uh, the best thing just to say the Sangiovese is uh, red cherry, uh, plump, and that's it. Because, you know, mm, as we told before, in Montepulciano we have several areas. It's it's not uh, uh, smart just to say one word for Sangiovese, because we have some clay soil, and the clay soil you can find some very characteristic uh, taste for Sangiovese so maybe is a little, bo- little bit mineral and for, um, the color is also different. In some other areas we have uh, uh, sandy soil so we have another type of wine so it's not easy to um, understand or maybe to recognize this difference but um, Sangiovese is a very territorial grape. So. It's not easy to grow up to grow Sangiovese everywhere. It's not like some other grape, like Cabernet or Merlot, so you can plant Cabernet or Merlot everywhere. It's not the same for Sangiovese. Sangiovese is very strictly uh, related with the, with the center of Italy. It has the, the particularity of the Sangiovese.
1: Great. So let's talk about some of those subzones because I think that uh, Toscana, Tuscany, is so interesting as a microcosm of wine laws—not just Italian wine laws, but wine laws in general. It's uh, one of the oldest, the one of the places with the first named, legally protected wine laws in in the world. And so uh, I love this history, but also the current. The current in the current moment there are all these new new sub zones and I learned recently about the new Pieve system about the newly delineated sub zones of the Vino Nobile area so I'm really excited to spend some time uh, educating myself and all of our listeners about about this new system.
2: Una lezione importante direi qualcosa di meno. <laughs> Intanto Silvia è stata più brava di me a nel definire nella domanda precedente. Potrebbe So
0: we we start to uh, think about a new wine because we really believe in the potentiality of uh, our vino nobile di Montepulciano and for us speak about difference is not something negative but is something really positive. So we start to make a lot of study to find the 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 area where we can have interesting difference so in montepulciano we have three kind of vino nobile di montepulciano the vino nobile annata so is the regular one then we have the vino nobile riserva, so that means one year more of aging and now we have the third uh, born the third boy the vino nobile di montepulciano pieve, pieve is the UGA in Italy we call Uga UGA, but as uh, you ask in the first questions, Montepulciano is elegance, is finest, so we don't want to use. Uga, UGA <laughs> is something not really elegant for us. <laughs> that term is that's for
1: Chianti, right? Yeah. You've got your own system, exactly. the, PA, the system. <laughs> but the the UGA I understand is also new and a new system of subzones for Chianti classical Yeah. In the past, Chianti Chianti, the larger area had its own separate subzones, and it's uh, actually very new. This this Uga, this UGA, yeah, yeah. um um, but that's their subzones, and exactly. you have your own area. Yeah.
0: In, in now, what does it pieve. mean, uh, Pieve? Pieve, uh, pieve is a church with um fonte battesimale. So it's a place where you can have a sacrament. And we found in Montepulciano, we have 12... Pieve, at least. I think
1: the English word parish. Parish, yeah, absolutely. In the the States, we have mostly counties, but I believe the state of Louisiana has, I think, parishes
0: and stuff. So if you think of it as an area. Exactly. uh, And this is the translation. But, okay, for the difference, but we want also to find a name we can use everywhere. Can you put
1: the new Pieve system on uh, on the, the location on any of the bottles from Vino Nobile, or is it only for the highest level?
2: No, it's a percorso absolutely qualificante for the Vino Nobile. Diciamo che noi stiamo costruendo la nostra pyramid.
0: Uh, it's only for the highest level, but I explain you why. You have to consider the wines in Montepulciano right now uh, has a pyrami- pyramid, and where we have at the Bottom, we have the Vino Nobile di Montepulciano Annata. Then we have the Reserva. And in the highest point of the pyramid, we have the Pieve. It's the highest point, but it's also the less quantity of wine. And uh, to produce Pieve, uh, there are a lot of strictly rules, more than the Vino Nobile. The Nebbiolo already has a lot of rules, but for the Piave we want to have more more strictly. Could you explain some of those stricter rules for the Piave level?
2: Sì, allora, intanto nasce con una valorizzazione del Sangiovese che è il nostro vitigno, quindi
0: Absolutely. Yes, so the Piave has a lot, really a lot of new rules. First of all, the grapes In Nobile Bayes, in Nobile Annata, we have minimum 70% Sangiovese, but in the Pieve, we have minimum 85% Sangiovese. And the other grapes allowed as only local or native grape, Canaiolo, Colorino, Mammolo. Moreover, Colorino only not more than 5%. And also another important difference is the aging. Um, The aging for the pieve is uh, 36 months and um, at least 12 months in a bottle. For the Reserva was at least six months. Another important rule is the uh, quantity of grape we can produce. Directly in the vineyard is less than the Vino Nobile annata. Another very important uh, rules is uh, in some um, chemical characteristic. And uh, the most uh, curious for me introduction we use is to have two different commissions. We always have a committee for the Vino Nobile di Montepulciano. They taste the wine and decide if that wine can be Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, but for the Pieve, before to go to the final committee, we have another very, how do you say, very cattiva, very Typical? difficult, strict, in- strict uh, exactly, internal committee who taste the pieve. They are the first to decide if that wine can become pieve. So the pieve has to pass two different committees at not only once, like in the Vino Nobile Annata or in the Reserva.
1: This sounds like it's going to be a wine of amazing quality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, my my next question is, was it a contentious process to decide together as uh, a region the borders of the new Pieve?
2: Sì, è stata forse la cosa più difficile da affrontare, perlomeno. Il progetto, più o meno, l'avevamo.
0: So, uh, absolutely, yes, was, uh, was very difficult, was difficult since the beginning, but uh, was also a very long moment for us, not in the worst uh, meaning of the, 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 the words, but uh, was long. But this very interesting project needs time to arrive at the end. And the uh, first idea was to come together in this direction. So, yes, it was difficult because we have, uh, in our consortium 80, winery inside the consortium, so it's not easy to uh, think all in the same way. So, yes, was was difficult to, to find uh, um, the, the final way to arrive here. But... Uh, I think in a very big project like the Piave project, we need to not to ha- be in rush. We need to find our time and we need to have time to speak with the colleague, with the producer. So it's, yes, it was a long and difficult project. We start to uh, find a study about, uh, not only, so yes, about the geological uh, previous study. We find out the Catasto Leopoldino, so it's the Leopoldian uh, study about our uh, Terrar. And we also study the, the, the land, the soil. And then we decide. We so the consortium and the technical decide uh, the different the, the border of the different area. At the end of this first step, we made uh, the consortium a big assembly with all the one association associated, and at the end, all the people decide yes, go ahead with the Pieve project. Yes, we want to do the third Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, and Pieve is the right street so it was something really difficult also for the president as he told but for sure it was something really satisfying s- satisfy him, absolutely. yeah satisfying yeah. in
1: the end yeah it sounds like it in the history of making these distinctions between different zones it can be very political especially if a certain area gets more press and then you know you know you're you're not in the hottest zone and so I know it it can, some regions can be resistant to making these distinctions because it can be a really political process. So I uh, congratulate you on coming to completion with these borders. You have this animal as your symbol, and I believe it's a griffin. And I don't know how to say this in Italian, but I'm... Uh, come dice? Grifo. 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 Why is a griffin the symbol of Vino Nobile?
2: Allora... Well, it- Onestamente non non so l'origine proprio iniziale del...
0: So our griffon is very familiar for us. We don't know exactly when the the idea of the griffon arrived in Montepulciano or inside the consorzio, but the vino nobile di Montepulciano has as a symbol the griffon. Is not only the symbol of Vino Nobile because the, gri- the griffon is the symbol of Montepulciano, of the city of Montepulciano. So um, is uh, the griffon used in the city hall is a little bit different, uh, not too much different, just a little bit. But uh, we don't know exactly when the consortium start to use this symbol, but for sure we know the reason why. So, the the reason is also in our name, Vino Nobile di Montepulciano. We really believe uh, the Vino Nobile doesn't exist without Montepulciano, and Montepulciano maybe exists without Vino Nobile, but for sure is a different Montepulciano. So, uh, the the griffon is our symbol uh, because we are really related to our territory.
1: I want to say thank you so much to the new and returning listeners of the Moto de Berry podcast. I really enjoy learning local drinks and sayings and sharing what I learn with you. If you have a moment to tell a friend or colleague about the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. It's an easy way to support the work that I do. You can share the Moto DiBerry Instagram page, where I share videos of local drinks and local sayings from Italy and from all around the world. You can share this podcast with them. And you can also write a review and give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps more people discover the show. Thank you so much for your support. So let's talk a moment about this I'm sure difficult confusion in the market with uh, Montepulciano, the town, and Montepulciano, the grape. How have you you tried to fix this misunderstanding?
2: Per noi è chiaro, Montepulciano è una città. Vino nobile di Montepulciano è evidente che è il vino di questa città.
0: So thank you so much for your question. It's a very important Information for us is a very important uh, uh, argument for us. Um, we start to think about find, uh, not find the difference, but find a different way to communicate yeah. the two different wines. As you know, wines from Montepulciano, Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, is easy to understand for people born in Italy, but not for the people born all around the world. Um, also, there is the funny history behind the name Montepulciano for the my colleague from Abruzzo, because I do not remember exactly when in which time, but uh, family Medici has a lot of vineyards in Tuscany, but they also have, um, uh, how can I say, a little house in Sulmona, in Abruzzo, and they decide to move some plant of vines there. And the people start to speak about, uh, va- vines, the, the grape from Montepulciano. Make the wines as they do in Montepulciano. Use the grape from Montepulciano. But was a long phrase to say. Very long. So in the years, it became the grapes Montepulciano. Just it. <laughs> <laughs> just, and uh, the end it was just Montepulciano. And here, the born as the uh, similar name, anzi, uh, so not similar but equal name, but for completely different wines.
1: Ah, uh, so can I ask you? They did they bring the multiple channel grape from Tuscany? Yeah, to Abruzzo.
0: Yeah, not they bring the. Family, The, Medici, name. the family yes. Medici bring, the, the family Medici was from Tuscany, was from our area, and they bring their own grape in Abruzzo. Uh, so they are one of the richest family King. at that time in the world. With all that history, how are you coming to communicate this difference to the market now? So the beginning was really difficult, but... Thanks to the president, thanks to the board of direction, two years ago we changed, we we had the first important change of our appellation, we put the word Toscana on the label, and now it's... something that all the producer has to do, to put the word Toscana in the label for Nobile and for Rosso di Montepulciano. So now finally we uh, have on the label the difference of the region. For the other colleague is Montepulciano d'Abruzzo, but for us is Vino Nobile di Montepulciano Toscana. Is long, but is what we are.
1: That's great. So since Montepulciano the grape is grown more in Abruzzo. If you put Toscana on every bottle, at least it can make people pause a little bit and and to to consider. Yeah. Okay, yes. Do you do you put Sangiovese on the on the label? No. Yeah. No,
0: absolutely yeah. not Sangiovese for a lot of reason. But the, maybe the president is better if he. Uh, Perché non mettere Sangiovese nell'etichetta?
2: Fatto tutti questi passaggi. La vera politica degli ultimi.
0: No, we don't put Sangiovese on the label, but we put Toscana on the label. Also because, as we told before, Montepulciano, sorry, Sangiovese or Montepulciano, they are grape. And it's possible to produce that kind of grape everywhere, in every part of the world, more or less. Toscana is a really strong brand right now maybe mm, stronger than Italy brand. So, it's the reason why we want to be in our region. It's not only for our grapes, but we want to be related with the region where we are.
2: Il nostro, vi- il nostro vino nasce principalmente come blend. Nella storia, il vino nobile è un blend. Quindi non potremmo
0: mettere most important: Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, Born and Historical, is a blend. So, We cannot put Sangiovese in our label because it's not only Sangiovese, it's a blend between different uh, varieties. For sure, mostly it's Sangiovese, but it's not only Sangiovese.
1: I I love this story because um, Sangiovese is this slow, ripening, thin-skinned grape and uh, doesn't have the stable color as some of the other grapes. So it's true, it, it has always needed those local blending parts. Uh, partners and a related question is um, with the big movement towards and then away from the French blending grapes in Tuscany. Um, what is the story right now in, in Montepulciano? I know you mentioned that at the Pieve level, you are now only allowing the local native grapes. Is that something you're trying to encourage? And do you see more use of the indigenous grapes in general in, in Montepulciano as, as well as as is happening around the rest
0: of
2: Toscana.
0: For a long time we use international varieties in our grape, and our wine, sorry. Yes, it's something that for us is normal, but with the Pieve we want to be more uh, territorial. We want to be more related with our area, and Mino um, Nobile di Montepulciano is since the the first time is is a blend. It's always be something produced with Sangiovese and with other grape. Uh, we don't want to put um, a stop. Uh, uh, in the Cabernet or in Merlot is something that we use, we have. Uh, It's not um, shameless for us, absolutely. But for the Pieve we want to be more focused on the native, uh, on the indigenous grape.
1: There's such a long history of cross-pollination, you could say, of the French and Italian influence. People, I mean, going back really hundreds of years, the, the thing that did happen was going a little bit out of balance with planting during the Super Tuscan movement. this explosion of interest in in these kind of Bordeaux style blends and then of course what what happened was some of the indigenous grapes they were pulled up to to plant them below. I did not repeat the question in English at the time but here I asked Andrea where the regulations limit the colorino grape to only
0: five percent of the blend for the new PAV level. So it's very interesting and very smart question. Colorino must be not more than 5%, not because is a not elegant grape, but because in his chemical elements has something really close to Merlot. So when uh, the board, when our technical decide to put maximum 5% of Colorino is the reason is to preserve the pieve from Merlot. We don't say we don't like Merlot, but we don't want Merlot in our uh, pieve. So to put maximum 5% colorino means to uh, put in a safe area all the all the, the wines, all the pieve wines. That's so interesting.
1: And colorino is very interesting too, because it's not just one grape, it's a group of grapes.
2: Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Probabilmente anche quando abbiamo fatto la scelta.
0: We know we had a lot of uh, uh, different kind, kind of uh, colorino. Um, what we happened in Montepulciano, but not only in Montepulciano, also in the limited area around us, when uh, the growers needed to replant just one plant, not an entire vineyard, but just something uh, small, they use Merlot. Merlot because it was easy to find, easy to plant, was very easy to grow up. So it's the reason why they decide to put somewhere a little plant of Merlot, one here, one there, one here again. And so at the end, we find we have some Merlot in our land. It's uh, something that we don't, uh, how can we say we don't, non, non, non disconosciamo, we, we know is something that happened, is something that we have, is something that now is in our uh, culture of Vino Nobile di Montepulciano. But with the Pieve, we want to um, came back to the origin came back to uh, what we have at the beginning, when we start to produce wine in Montepulciano, when we start to produce the vino di Montepulciano, the vino nobile di Montepulciano.
1: Bravi! So some of the notes that I found today in the tasting in several of the wines were notes of mushrooms, um, sweet herbs, sage, mint, I couldn't quite decide which, a beautiful note of sweet herbs, violet and also I'm thinking of these cheeses with a layer of ash and Side, the BA, They also make one in California
2: called Humboldt Fog.
1: I don't know if the wine really smelled like these cheeses or it just made me want to eat them.
2: Sì, è corretto anche perché alcune note sono uscite negli ultimi due anni. Probabilmente
0: yeah for sure there are some um uh, aroma some note that you can find in the vino nobile but most curious is there are some notes that we start to have since not a long time we start to find out these kind of uh, smells and aroma maybe in the vintage uh, 2019 and 2020 Uh, we never have to forget the climate change Mm. also in Montepulciano we have climate change we can feel the change all around the world and for sure also in Montepulciano uh, we have some difference our fortune is Montepulciano is height is uh, 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 hills with the city center at the top but we is a height hills so we have some central area Argiano, uh, Cervognano, uh, Gracciano, uh, there are also Pievi but in that area we find a little change during the last few years so this is the reason why Speak about uh, some typical note about San Giovese or typical note about Vino Nobile di Montepulciano in this period. Maybe it's not so easy, but for sure, what you uh, taste in the wines is something that is common to find in the in the Vino Nobile di Montepulciano right now. Can we talk
1: a little bit about the town of Montepulciano? Sure. I have never been. I would really like to visit. What
0: is the actual city like? So, have you ever seen the Twilight movie? Ooh, I admit, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight movie was filmed in Montepulciano. It uh, was a little bit changed for scenographic uh, things, but... Um, Montepulciano is a beautiful city. It's my place where I born. It's a beautiful place. It's not for all the people because it's really high. It's really tough to uh, start from the beginning and arrive at the really top of the city. It's not like New York City. is all flat. You have to walk, walk, walk. Come on, okay, but it's flat. No, it's absolutely not like this in Montepulciano. It's a medieval town. You can go inside enter to a big gate, big door. The first door is the Porta di Bacco. Uh, I don't know if you know who Bacco was. See, Bacchus. Bacco Yes, Bacco's my favorite god. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's my favorite god too. So <laughs> you enter in the city center in the Porta di Bacco. is porta means door or gate. And you start to have a very beautiful walk up to the hills and you have ancient palace and you have ancient church and you have very interesting shops and you have maybe a bar and you have a wine shop and then again um historical palace and then you you have to take a bottle of wine or water with you maybe just to arrive at the end and Then maybe you walk in the street, you turn left, and wow, there is a beautiful view on the Val d'Orcia area. And then you continue to move very slowly, because it's not easy, so very slowly, and wow, another beautiful view on the Val d'Orcia. It's not a big city like New York, like Rome, but at the end of the walk, we arrived in the main square, Piazza Grande, and you have four different uh, palaces. You have the cathedral, you have the city hall, you have Palazzo del Capitano, and you have Nobel uh, Palace. So what does it mean? The, The main square was the place where all the fourth power of the city can linked. The cathedral was the Pope or the church power. The city hall was the people power. The Palazzo del Capitano was the Capitan Palace, so was the, um, the military power. And then uh, we have uh, Palazzo Tarugio, or Palazzo Contucci, so they are noble family. Montepulciano was also the power of noble family. Not too far from the main square, you also find the fortress. The fortress is the really highest point of Montepulciano. Well, inside there are uh, the offices of Consorzio del Vino Nobile. Our wine shop is something unique because you can arrive in the wine shop after the walk up to the hills, taste all the wines of Montepulciano, have a wonderful view on the Valdorcia, but I don't want to show you the surprise because there are, there is a very curious floor because when we start to restore the fortress, we found uh, uh, ancient ruins uh, under the floor. So you can see uh, at the ancient ruins in our Enoliteca, mm-hmm. and you can see Etruscan ruins, Roman ruins, Tesvino Nobile, have a view on the Valdorcia, and feel something that they can explain.
1: What are we doing here? Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Ah, wow. <laughs> e, e come si dice andiamo in molti eh, Andiamo?
0: Andiamo. Yeah. andiamo. andiamo. Our area of, of Tuscany where Montepulciano is, is the place where the Italian language born. Ah. Uh, so your local language became yeah. Italian Italian. Italian yeah. Italian, yeah. 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 We don't have any um, like a dialect. Yeah, we don't yeah. have your right. dialect one. It is, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I have just one word in my mind. Uh, is a local way to call boy or girl. In, in Italian is ragazzo or ragazza. In our area we used to say cheat. Or cheat is something not really elegant, but it's something we really use a lot. Oh, just one yeah. word. I think it doesn't. Important. Do you use
1: this just for children, or do you also use it as an informal greeting for informal people greeting, yeah. of any yeah, yeah, age? Yeah. 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 Hey, 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 girl. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Yeah. Hey, guy. Yeah. Yeah. hey, hey, you. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. So um, I know in a lot of places uh, there's a different way to
0: say hey, hey, you. Let's go. Let's
1: go get a drink.
0: We always say, ciao, ciao, andiamo, 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 andiamo. Okay, let's go, andiamo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so your your dialect one, and so it's not a
1: dialect anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so, le- I don't want to forget to to talk a little bit about the other wine besides the Vino Nobile. We have also uh, a different uh,
0: DOC, correct? Uh, uh, Rosso di Montepulciano, based on Sangiovese. Absolutely. Yes, I love the Rosso di Montepulciano is a DOC based on Sangiovese. Uh, is uh, easy. It's easy our Rossi di Montepulciano, is fresh, it's something you can have every single day, it's something that we used to have every single day in our house, um, it's something uh, fresh, it's something younger, it's something that uh, it's uh, very popular um, and... Uh, Also, we are very proud of the uh, street that Rosso di Montepulciano do in the past few years because uh, it's not the entry-level wine. It's not more the entry-level wine, but it's something very interesting. And also the uh, relationship between the price and the quality is uh, perfect right now. And the the last goal we have um, is we have... Our Rosso di Montepulciano completely sold. So it's something really interesting and really important because that means Rosso di Montepulciano find his uh, his area. His, it's niche. It's, uh, leech, it's, yeah, leech, yes. it's yes. absolutely.
1: Are you getting a lot of value for money when when you choose a vino Nobile di, di Montepulciano?
2: È evidente we are in this moment we una a denomination, which is the vino Nobile di Montepulciano, but ma... Lo dico in maniera molto oggettiva e non soggettiva.
0: So now we represent Vino Nobile di Montepulciano for sure, so uh, what the president say is he speak absolutely with uh, information uh, of what we have on the market and uh, we know the price, we, more or less, we know the influence of the other appellation in Tuscany, but, um, the Vino Noble di Montepulciano right now has the, uh, really, um, how do you say, value for money is absolutely balanced, is perfect and is something that it's not easy to find in the other appellation right now.
1: So if you are making that choice, you might go for a Vino Nobile and, and really get a lot of a lot of wine for your money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and yeah. I think they're great. I think they're really elegant. I was so impressed with everything that I tasted today. And also, thank you so much for being so friendly and, and talking with me at the last minute. <laughs> uh, I was really excited to meet you both, Silvia, Andrea. Uh, grazie mille. Eh, grazie, grazie mille thanks, per il tempo. a
0: Very big pleasure for us. Thank uh, you. Is there a place on the on the web where people can go to yeah. learn more about your region? Sure is our website www.consorziovinonobile.it follow moto di berry
1: on youtube instagram and tiktok for even more unique and encouraging drinks and language content if you would love for the show to continue and grow support moto di on patreon and unlock bonus episodes find out more at moto di where you can also sign up for my newsletter Music for the podcast was composed by Ursilia Prosperi and performed by the band Oh. You can purchase their recordings at oumusic.bandcamp.com. Yeah.